All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. Welcome, welcome to, we're coming up on a hundred episodes. Yeah. I was trying to think we should do something like crazy for number a hundred. There was a, there was a funny comment in the trip video. Yeah. And uh, somebody said something like, uh, you get Bryce drunk, you almost kill him. What's next? Hey. So maybe for the hundred. First off. So maybe for the hundredth video. Make Bryce do something else. First off, Bryce was crushing beers on his own accord. <laughs> we were not forcing him to do any drinking. And while he was drinking that, I was like, is this a good idea? Like first day at altitude, is this a good idea? I mean, what, 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 okay. What would that do I mean, it would dehydrate you. It could dehydrate. I mean, it definitely dehydrates you. Yeah, but he was drinking a lot of water and he was drinking electrolytes and stuff. I'm I'm just saying, it's probably not a great idea to throw alcohol into the mix when you're going straight to elevation. Yeah, probably not. Like getting getting like drunk obviously would not be good. He wasn't drunk though. No, but he had two two beers. Then I was thinking like you know like in the run like ultra running community now that it's just like a little bit for the carbohydrates and like the sugar and stuff but what do are they crushing beers at ultras yeah really for like a little bit at a time a little bit really yeah i mean i've drank some during a marathon but just like a little shot of beer yeah um real quick what are we drinking here this is the single barrel this is eagle rare this is a single barrel select it's since ohio doesn't do store picks this is like an ohio pick this was um picked up in a lotto so I was going to ask you how you got this. Yeah. An OHLQ lotto. Yeah. What was MSRP on this bad boy? Uh, I think like $33. Eagle Rare is a great, for the money, is a great, uh, and how fitting we're drinking this with the Buffalo Trace ice cubes. Yes. And so you said that this, oh, I gave you more than me. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you said this is better than regular Eagle Rare? Yeah. You, well, I'll do a side by side. You have a regular one. This okay. Is, so I spilled some. That's all right. Um, okay, real quick before we get into today's. <coughs> that was it. Yeah, it's definitely better than regular. Yeah, and that. Yeah, it's really better. good. Yeah. So the concept of a single barrel, right? So like, what are they doing to these barrels to make them better? Well, okay. So you have to understand, like, like I'm I'm going to generalize here, so that I might, and I'm an amateur. So when you create like most like just standard bourbons they call them small batches because in order to make them consistent, they got to like get the flavoring and stuff pretty similar. So they'll take like barrels from here, barrels from here, barrels from here, and they'll mix them together. And I think I didn't know that. Yeah. And then there's like a, there's like probably some way of like measure, like measuring the flavors or measuring certain things so that 
you have consistency. So like if you're buying like a mainstream bottle of booze, it's always going to taste the same. So then when you start, right. So then, so then you start doing like single barrels. (coughs) It's literally, there's no blending. It's just coming. It's just that barrel. It's just that barrel. So my question is what's causing the variability between barrels? Oh, just like tons of stuff. I mean, like the temperature, humidity, temperature, how exactly. Remember like where the barrels. So then are they to make these single barrel selections or are they having some person go through and and like taste them all and then pick like, Oh, that's going to Ohio. So So probably what happened is whatever representatives from Ohio handle this, they probably went down to Buffalo Trace and sampled a bunch of barrels and say, we'll take that barrel, we'll take that barrel. That's a fun job. I know. (laughs) Or they just said, hey, Buffalo Trace, give us some, pick out some single barrels. How many bottles do you get out of a barrel? That's my next question. I don't know. This stuff's aged like (laughs) 10, 7 to 10 years or something like that. You probably get a couple hundred bottles out of a barrel. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. So hopefully the Ohio guys are picking the good ones. There was like, um, as part of this lottery, there was like six different barrels that bottles were coming from for single barrels. So I like, see. So okay. You, and, and, and what's interesting too is when they had it, they said like, if you get this barrel, you might get like notes of vanilla. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Very interesting. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. COVID's coming back. Lockdown live streams might be returning. No, Um, we thought this would be a good time. I know we just finished Colorado like two weeks ago and the first video is out. So check that out. Um, But let's, it's time to talk about Tahoe, the Tahoe rim trail, um, a bigger trip for us, a much more epic trail. So today's podcast, um, is it more epic? I've never done it. I've been on the Tahoe rim trail, but only in winter. Okay, so I was having this discussion with my mother-in-law today, actually, because she was like, you know, I just saw the video of the Colorado, and she's like, it looks so beautiful, and I was like, it is, but I was telling Andy we were out there, Tahoe's prettier. Tahoe's gorgeous. (laughs) Now, now I have, you know, we obviously didn't go to the sections of the Colorado Trail, like deep into Colorado, in the San Juans. Uh, That stuff looks beautiful, but I've never been there. Lake Tahoe has the same kind of jaggedy mountains, but they're also, um, at least on the Western side, and we'll get into this, they're granite covered mountains, which I think look cooler. And then on top of the jaggedy mountain aspect, you have what I think is like one of the most nat greatest, like wonders of the new world is Lake Tahoe. I think the lake itself is like one of the prettiest things ever. A lot of the pictures that I've seen in like, you know, the video that you shot last time you were there, it kind of reminded me of of like the videos I see from the winds. Uh, honestly, I'll tell you what, man. The at least in desolation, the mountains, because it's literally like a it's like a few hundred miles north. It looks like the JMT. Yeah, because it's exposed granite. Is that part of the Sierra? Yeah, where Lake Tahoe yep. is. Uh, where desolation is, yeah, yes, correct, yes. Okay. The, sea, the spine of the Sierras goes on like the western. I don't. The actual crest of the Sierras, as the Pacific Crest Trail follows, it shoots a little bit west of Tahoe, but it's not far. You can see it from Tahoe. There's like a little valley, and you see the crest of the Sierras. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think. The area we're going to go in Tahoe will be prettier than what we saw in yeah, Colorado. I, I mean, I've so been, I get mean, pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, there's some 
good stuff already coming out in the chat here. Oh, do we got some comments about the single barrel selections? Yeah. Okay. So, so hold on a second. So first of all, we converted Poucher. So Poucher asked, where's the Britney Spears talk? I don't uh, know. Poucher was talking crap last podcast. Now like, he's on board. No, we're not opening with the Britney Spears stuff. I would. Well, do you have any updates? No, I haven't heard anything. Uh, dude, okay. Did you see the picture that she posted? Yes, the topless one. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I didn't see it, but I read. I read something like people keep taking. They keep taking it down, but she keeps putting it up or something like that. Uh, it's not. I'm not pulling pull it, up. it up. It's not appropriate. Yeah. There's little like star thingies over her nips, but it's not. A pro- I was like, whoa, Brittany. <laughs> but but what's the deal? Can like, you imagine what? if she started an OnlyFans? Dude, she, she wouldn't be allowed to right now. That's true. That's what I mean. But I'm like, she could stop singing. Yeah. <laughs> she don't need, she won't need to sing. Do you know one of those barstool girls? Did you have you heard this story? So there's a really famous podcast called um Call Her Daddy. Call Her Daddy. Are you talking about the the contract with Spotify? No. But Six, that was 60 million. 60 million. No, the woman who hosts that, Call Her Daddy. Mm-hmm. She opened up an OnlyFans for 24 hours. Just just like on and off, like 24. She, well, it might still be on, but she opened it for 24 hours. She made a million dollars. Wow. And everyone was complaining because they're like, we're like, we're the nude pics. It was just like Instagram. I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, wow. And then I saw the $60 million Spotify deal uh-huh. and Spotify is just cleaning up. They got uh I think Michelle Obama's going to have a podcast on there. They took uh, Dax Shepard's Show really Brothers Outdoors or is on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it instead of 60 million. We'll do it for like 55. Did Armchair uh, Armchair Expert. That's Dax Shepard's yeah, podcast, yeah, that one's which on I've there. never listened to, but he yeah, has really good guests. Yeah, it's really popular. Um, okay. Uh, so, so oh, okay, yeah, what else? Summoned there are, I have a lot of things I want to talk about. Yeah, for that, though, I know. Yeah. I'm going to get some of these comments out of the way. No, okay. keep the comments coming. We yeah. ignore the comments usually. Yeah. Uh, Salmon Outdoors says around 200 bottles per barrel, by the way. Oh, nice. So you're pretty close. I was pretty close. Okay. Yeah. So there are, so there are 199 other bottles. Oh, and the audio, we lost the video. Keep talking. Oh, man. This hasn't happened in a while. Frozen video people are talking now. Yeah, sorry. We're doing it. We got it. We got this it. This hasn't happened in like four podcasts. What's the root cause of this issue? Is the software? The <laughs> Is it the software? Yes. Okay. It's not the camera, right? No, it's not the camera. Read some more, read some more comments. Yeah, I am. Oh, here's a here's Poucher just sw- uh, like uh, digging the knife in deeper said Tahoe's overrated, Colorado much better. Has he been to Tahoe? Yeah. Have you been to Tahoe? Have, I don't know. Well, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I guess it depends on where you go. Well, hold on. I actually would not entirely disagree with that. Um, I'm referring to the the backpacking and trail systems. I'm not saying in general, like Tahoe is better than Colorado. I'm saying the Tahoe Rim Trail, the areas we're going to go, mm-hmm. are going to be way cooler than the areas of the Colorado Trail we did. Yeah. That's right. why I'm sticking to that story. Okay. But, I mean, you can, I was just like going off about how awesome colorado is just in general poucher's been to tahoe many times and he really thinks uh, tahoe isn't as cool as or, or as um well i would be curious you let know me, let me pull like a big lebowski here well that's just like your, your opinion, opinion man, man. <laughs> no i will say in general colorado crushes every other place hands Col- down colorado's just- and you know and you know as much as i hate to say it like tahoe's got a little bit you know half like two-thirds of it's in california 
And I can't say that that's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what'll be weird though? I mean, the regulations there you, you and the, the cost on the California side of Todd, I mean, it's, you, it's crazy. You know what is an actual possibility? Mm. But there could be parts of the trail that we walk through where like parts of the California like towns might be locked down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only town is we're, we're getting. Lake Tahoe? South Lake uh, is Nevada like, it's and, Nevada and, and California. Yeah. I'm more worried. God, we're, we're getting into this. I'm more worried about fires, but we're going to get there. Um, any other comments? It's good. I like to have uh, a little diluted. Uh, let me see. Let me, uh, sorry, I got to scroll up. Oh, here's a good one. We're getting into it deep, but Will Edge says bear can or ursac going to swim with the bears. Okay, so all right. We'll just go. Okay, so I have about five or six topics related to this conversation we're gonna come back to that first i do want to just give a real quick overview and what i've got here is um so you can see this on the screen this is actually really cool the colorado trail needs to do this so um the the trt has like a really cool interactive map Mm -hmm. which is like great and you can go around and um you can if i if it'll let me zoom in here um you can um like see everything so if you're not i just just real quick, just showing this. I guess I'll zoom back out. Um, if you're not familiar with what the Tahoe Rim Trail is, it follows a mountainous rim around Lake Tahoe. Um, yeah. It's about 170 miles. You can see it right there. Uh, it, it circumnavigates um, the lake. For the most part, it kind of hugs the lake, but obviously it doesn't. Like You're never on the shores of the lake. You're typically, other than kind of you can see some of the southwest areas, you're generally like always within eyesight of the lake. I mean, you're in trees, obviously, so you can't like see it most of the time, but you're usually like when you get to clearings, you can see it. Now there are, there are some parts in the Southwest area um, where you, as you can see, you're, you know, you're a solid like five, 10 miles off of the lake. So you're not like right up against it, but it's 170 miles. It circumnavigates a, a mountainous ridge around Lake Tahoe. Um, fun fact, uh, some people probably know this, but the PCT actually hugs in the bottom left corner. Yeah. Where's my mouse cursor? I can't see it over You were on the main screen. No, I know. In the bottom left corner down there, uh, the PCT hugs it for like, I don't know, 10 or 20 miles, not a ton. And then the PCT shoots off to f- on the, on the West to follow the, uh, the, the crest of the Sierras. Um, most people uh, start, God, I can't see my mouse. Um, most people start, basically, if you like looking at that, that Lake Tahoe on the very, like go straight west on the western like nodule right there, um, that is an area called Tahoe City. Mm. And most, uh, can I zoom in? I can't see anything. It's fine. There you no, go. No, it's fine. Here we go. So yeah, so most people start... Um, right in that little western, it's kind of the middle screen, that little western area, and then they kind of they hike um, clockwise up and around the whole way. And I'll tell you why, because the, the best quote unquote the best best area of this is the southwest junction right there, where you see where the it kind of pulls away from the lake. Yeah, um, that's an area called the Desolation Wilderness. Um, which we can get into that. That's generally known as like the coolest part of it. And that's the part that uh, to me looks a lot like the JMT. So mm-hmm. most people do that section last. So that's kind of why uh, people will go clockwise and start. That's an area called Tahoe city there. It's like right in the middle of the screen right there. Uh, and then they'll kind of hike just counterclockwise around the end of desolation, 170 miles. Most people do it 
11 days, 12 days ish, 11 or 12 nights, usually 13 nights. Um, and there's a couple of places you can stop along the way. So you, if you don't start in Tahoe city, you can stop there. That's what I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also on the, on the, uh, Southeast corner down. So, um, if I drag this thing, so that area that's in the middle of the screen right there, um, that's called South Lake Tahoe. That's like where you know, like Jeff Bezos goes yeah. and hangs and where like heavenly ski resort is. That's a really like ritzy area. You can also stop there and resupply. Um, this little area up in the, the Northwest or Northeast tip kind of right there in the middle. That's called incline village. Uh, people can stop there and resupply. So most people, when they hike it, they will get off trail for a day or two and resupply and stuff. Most people don't do it in like 11 straight days. Um, but it is like a feasible trail to do. It's not, um, it's, it's similar. At least the, I've done about 40 to 50 miles of it. So I've done sections in the desolation and around Tahoe city. It's similar to the Colorado trail. And that's not like, it's not like ridiculously graded. It's, it's fairly easy. Another like, huge pro compared to Colorado is like when you're on this thing, you're between like, you know, seven and 9,000 feet yeah. versus Colorado. We were like 10 to 13,000 feet. So you're a lot, you're a lot lower, uh, which is kind of nice. Uh, but overall, like it's um, at least, you know, I've done, I've done two sections of it. It's not like, it's not like the Colorado, Colorado trail where, where it's split into like segments. Um, it's not like that. It's just 170 miles going, you know, yeah. clockwise. So that's a good overview of the trail. Now to get to this person's question. So, if you have been following us on Instagram, <laughs> uh, I post a, a lot of bear-related content. In the bear situation in the Lake Tahoe area, I never thought there would be a place that would be worse than Gatlinburg. <laughs> um, and it's bad. And not only that, so first off, it's only, I mean, it's it's generally only black bears. So, whew. Big sire. When you say generally, what do you mean by that? Well, in California, they have brown bears, right? Like, Uh, but I don't know if you get them as far east as Tahoe. Oh, okay. So I, I, the every single bear account I have seen in Tahoe is a black bear. Now, (laughs) the black bears in Tahoe are huge. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what they're big. I don't know what that's about. They're way, way bigger. Than anything I've seen in the Midwest or on the AT. I don't know if that's because they're just in the mountains and they, they, I don't know. They're just bigger. Like they're big and like, dude, in Tahoe, you got bears like I know, breaking right? into yeah. gas station convenience stores. The best is the going the, into people's pools. I mean, the, the, the one video you showed, I think that was Sand Harbor, which I've been to a few times uh, now. Yeah, so their bears is just like, so a lot of Tahoe, well, not a lot of Tahoe, there's some really cool beaches on Tahoe, like really ritzy, cool, like white sand beaches. And the bears are just on the beach with their cubs, like with people. The bear human stuff is real bad in Lake Tahoe. Um, and obviously that impacts the backpacking so um to, to answer this person's question um we're doing our sacks so the, they 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 of course highly recommend bear canisters yeah but they're not you don't have to use a bear canister so when i was there last time what i did and i i met like we actually when i was in desolation wilderness in 2019 the first time i got my permit checked true story mm. and i talked to the ranger there and because he was like what are you doing with your food and i was like i'm hanging an ursac and they were cool with that 
Now, you still are not required to wear a bear uh, to bring a bear canister. Obviously, we are only not bringing a bear canister because of the weight. Although I do think in a lot of the forest uh, national forest stations there, they will loan you a bear canister for free. I think I read that like a couple of years ago. We ain't bringing bear canisters. What we're gonna do is. Uh, we have Ursacs, and then I didn't do this last time, but we got the scent-proof Opsacs, or mm. you might get the, the Z-Packs one. Yeah, we're, we have scent-proof bags to the food will go. Scent-proof bags the in the Ursac, and we're going to PCT hang on the trees. So I think that's pretty good. Um, we, yeah. we will have to PCT hang. Yeah. I didn't do that last time I was there. Because, I mean, there's... There have been obviously cases where bears are getting food out of trees, so we don't want to do that. So we're going to hang an ursac with a scent-proof liner with a PCT hang clip kind of set. If you don't know what that is, it means the the bag, the the bear line will not be tied off to the tree. Right. So, I mean, and we're also taking bear spray. uh, We will be hiking with bear spray. Yeah, that's a no. I mean, that's just a no-brainer out there. Um, But last time I was there, so like literally last time I was there, I mean, the bears we're picking up bear canisters and taking them. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to carry an extra pound or two away and then risk a bear just stealing all my food. You know, I, I will bring the air sacks. Um, I think we'll be fine. It's just us two. And we're, we're pretty good. We're not like cooking up ribeyes at camp. Not this trip. Um, I think we'll be fine. I mean, when I was there last time, so the, the other thing is um, a lot of the, and we'll, we'll get into this when we talk about the areas we're doing. So there's a lot of areas where they want you to stay at a designated camp areas and they have bear lockers generally mm-hmm. those. So um, when I was there, I, I think I, you know this story. When I was there last time, bear, first and only time bear came through camp uh, when I was sleeping, which was awful. So they're just really loud, man. I've how never did, had that before. How did you know a bear came through camp? In the morning, I asked the people who it harassed. Oh, okay. So yeah, the, so whenever like um, you know, whenever you think about bears, like, and we think about them, and the, the thing about bears is they're always gonna mess with you at like three in the morning. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man. And you think it's gonna be like some mischievous thing, but dude, they're loud. I mean, you hear them. It's not just like it's not like oh, was that was that a bear? No, like these black bears, you hear them coming through the forest. So like I heard something super loud coming through. I actually didn't think it was a bear. I thought it was a deer. Cause uh, most of the time we have more issues with deer messing with us at night. Yeah. I so I actually didn't think it was a bear. Uh, and it came to the campsite to the side of me and it was, you know, very anticlimactic there. It was two women that were staying there and they, they like, they literally just started talking and the bear just ran off. And I remember the sound of the bear running through the forest was very, as you expect, like, insanely loud yeah. and the next morning um i was like hey, hey and they're like oh yeah it was a bear um i don't know I'm, I'm assuming they verified it was a bear whatever this was a campsite where we had bear lockers so it was no big deal uh, that was my only like bear interaction uh, but to get back yeah we're we're um we're gonna use ursacs with scent proof bags and we'll carry bear spray somebody somebody just uh, put a scott foster put a comment in here said i thought there was a 250 fine for using an ursac I not not that I have uh, encountered. And now I've only specifically looked at uh, some of the wilderness areas and some of the national forests um, where we're going. You know, we're not doing. I guess that should be said. We're not doing the entire TRT. We're doing a couple sections of it. So I've only looked at the regulations where we're going. So that very well could exist for other areas of it. 
Um, but like desolation wilderness specifically, um, they highly recommend a bear canister, but they do not require it. And then the other wilderness area we're going to go also does not require it, but there could very well be other sections that do. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've followed a few, uh, people who have done the TRT already this summer and they were all using bear cans. So we'll see how this goes. I mean, if we were to do the whole thing, we probably would, mm-hmm. um, but we're just we're gonna do six nights, three nights in one area, and three nights in another area, and we'll we'll talk about that here. And, and I've just looked at the regulations for those specific areas, um, and it did surprise me. I, did, I actually did think they would require a bear, and if they were obviously, we would carry a bear canister <laughs> if they required it. I think you have to use a flaming lips plastic bubble too, Scott Foster. <laughs> uh, I've been to a flaming lips concert. I know exactly what you're talking about. I forgot they did that during COVID. Uh-huh. Um, that's funny. So uh, there are a few considerations I want to talk <laughs> people, about. People are just ripping on California in the chat. So I was I was trying to be nice about it. There are obviously, so as you can see, um, about two-thirds of the trail is in. So you can see that the little line in the middle of Lake Tahoe cuts um, California and Nevada. So you can see like it's about two-thirds of the trail. Maybe a little bit less is in California. As as one would expect, California is much, much, much more regulated than Nevada. That spills in, I mean, in general, but that also spills into the backpacking. Um, that's all I'm going to say about it. If you had to pick, if all things were equal, we would pick to be in Nevada, but the cooler stuff's in California, so that's where we got to go. Um you have to get permits for certain areas. It's just, it's way, it's highly, highly, it's much more regulated in California. Than it is in Nevada. Yeah. It is what it is. What are we, what are we going to do about it? We got to uh, play by the rules. Lisa's in the chat, Lisa Williams. And she says, Jupiter's hiking the trail and mentioned a section where he isn't camping because of the bear can requirement. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's hilarious. Do you just get a bear canister? Who cares? <laughs> um, uh, if you go to Lake Tahoe and don't see a bear, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, so last time I was there, I heard one. I didn't see one. Um, I heard it. I, I was surprised at it. And it was funny when we, I was with my brother-in-law and we got stopped in the Desolation Wilderness and they checked our, they checked our um, permits when we had them. We were fine. And the dude, I talked about this in the video, the, the I told you the story, right? The, the, uh, the ranger's like, you guys see any bears? And we're like, no. He's like, really? They're crazy active right now. <laughs> And no, um, luckily, uh, in the desolation wilderness, you know, there's, there's areas of desolation. Uh, desolation is that South. Um, let me pull it over here. Uh, where's my mouse? It's my, it's that Southwest corner down there, like right in there. And there are pockets where people really localize and that's where the bear goes. Yeah. The bears go. We, we were not in one of those. We were off. We were in another area that not a lot of people went to. Um, but, uh, and I should say, um, uh, very rarely, if ever, literally, if ever, are there any like uh, vicious or violent encounters with bears there. Okay. So, it, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I actually don't think like anyone's been killed by a black bear in California in like a long time. So, like, it's not something I'm worried about from like they're going to kill me. It's just, a, it's an, just an, an annoyance of yeah. waking us up or and then worst case getting our food, which would be really bad. I, I don't want to run across a mama bear and cubs though. Yeah, sure. uh, but you don't, have to, at night, that's not, they're not going to, a mama bear and cubs is not going to be what comes and messes with you at night. Um, that'd be what you would encounter on the trail. We got, we got the, the bear mace, the bear mace 5,000. Five <laughs> they're going to eat some bear mace. <laughs> 
Um, but so several considerations we're going to get into for this trip, but one is the bears. Um, but yeah, like we said, bear spray, ursac, scent proof bags, and then common sense, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're not taking steaks. We're not like we're, you know, Andy and I are super anal about bears. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, we do our best. And now I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and admit that we're the greatest at this, but no, we like, some of our bear hangs have been real bad. Yeah. They will not be bad on this trip. No. And that I can assure you. Yeah. And like we, we, tr- we do our best to not eat around our camp. That doesn't always work. I out mean, we're, we're going to be eating around our camp. Yeah. Sorry, but we're going to be doing like boil and bag stuff. Like I said, um, okay. So first consideration bears done, done. Uh, honestly, a bigger consideration is the forest fire situation. So that's the make it or break. Um, so last year, uh, if you're not familiar, Spagiver and a bunch of people attempted to, uh, through hike this whole thing last year. And the wildfires were so bad last year that they had to close down the TRT and And literally in California, (laughs) California. They were finding people if you were going backpacking. Yeah, and it's a it, it's a combination too of like there are there could be sections that are affected by an active fire, but it's mainly due to air quality. Correct. Um, so the good thing about what we're doing is you know we're gonna do um, you know somewhere between sixty to ninety miles of this trail, depending on where we go. Probably not ninety. We're definitely doing more than 60. We're doing more than 60. Um, We're doing at least 70, I should say. 70 to 100 miles. We won't do 100, but somewhere in that range. You know, we're doing seven days, six nights. So we're not doing the whole thing. So we can kind of pick and choose where we go. So, I mean, realistically, what we're going to have to do is, you know, the week or two before, kind of look at the fire situation and make a judgment call. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, we haven't discussed what we're going to do if, the whole area closes down. We're both going to be out there with our backpacking gear. So we will do something. I think worst case scenario, drive somewhere and do a huge segment of the PCT or go up to Oregon. Um, I think that's the contingency area. Uh, It's going to be wherever the, the fires aren't. Yeah. So we're just right now. I mean, we're, you know, we're going, we're doing this in September. So like we, we kind of have to wait, tell for like we're gonna have to wait like four weeks and see what's going on and kind of make a call i'm really i'm i'm just hoping it's going to be fine for the areas we're going but you couldn't say that last year so last year was bad last year was really bad and i'm hoping because last year was so bad that this year isn't um i was out there two years ago three years ago two years ago and it was great no fire i mean there are always fires out there, but the, the Tahoe area was totally fine two years ago. So I'm hoping the fires last year like burned everything off and we're good. But that is a consideration and worst case scenario, if, we, if we're if we out there and they close down the area, I mean, we're going to go unless it's closed. Yeah. If the fires are bad, we're going to be up there and we'll just deal with it. Well, we'll come off trail. We we are fortunate enough, as most people know, like we have a we have an easy way to get off the trail at any time. Yeah, our sister lives out there, so like we we got flexibility. But I think our contingency plans, if the whole area closes down, is find a long school section of the PCT we can do, or if like worst case scenario, go up to Oregon or somewhere because we're going to be like you know three or four hours from Oregon. So that's 
the second consideration is forest fires. Um, yeah. Luckily, we that's that's not something we will probably have to deal with on trail. Like if it's closed down because of fires, hopefully it happens before we're out there. I mean, that didn't happen to Spagiver last year. He was literally in the middle of his hike and they closed everything down. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But first consideration bears, second consideration forest fires. Yeah. Third consideration shelter. Um yeah, let me uh <laughs> let me talk about this one. So Are there any are, if there's anybody in the chat that wants to let me Andy's not using his hammock. I can't use the hammock. Just we're gonna You'd be, be able to use it most of the times. So there's certainly yeah. one or two nights where we're going to camp in areas where you can't use a hammock. Yeah. So and that's because there, there ain't any trees. If anybody in the chat wants to let me borrow like a duplex or some type of Dyneema tent, hit us up. SBOutD at gmail.com. So, um, Andy's fallback. So here's the deal. We were going to buy a duplex. And dude, they're $650. And, and the thing is, is for like, one trip, you can't I, justify. I can't justify buying a Dyneema tent right now just for one trip. Cause I plan on once this is done, getting back in my hammock for everything that I do. I think your strategy is fine though. Just buy a $50, six ounce bug net set up on Amazon and use your Dyneema tarp. Yeah. But the problem is, is the, the bug nets I was looking at are just like, uh, the weights aren't right, and then a lot of them don't have floors either. So I'm like, still Ooh, need a floor. Yeah, I'm still researching this, but just take the durst in. No, so I have a tent. Andy could use it. Just weighs two and a half pounds. No, and and <laughs> and, and, and with the ursac and with the frame, the ursac adds weight, man. It's eight ounces for the ursac, and with uh, the fact that I want to use my light AF pack, I got to keep the weight down. And I you're getting into one of the other considerations. Which is wait, we'll get there. Okay. So what are you doing for shelter? What's your plan? I don't have a plan. I need to come Just up with buy something. one of those shitty bug nets from Amazon. No. Okay, here's my backup plan. Everybody. I was about to go on a rant on fucking seven hundred dollars for a tent, dude. And here's here's <laughs> that my, is ridiculous. Here's my backup. My backup plan is I will <laughs> buy so expensive. Yeah, my backup plan is I'll buy a crappy bug net with a with maybe some type of bathtub floor. But if anybody has any recommendations, email us sbout at gmail.com and uh let me what know. Do you, what are you gonna offer someone? You should you should rent it from someone. Oh oh I would absolutely like I like we pay yeah. a fifty bucks to no. rent a duplex for six days. Yeah I would Absolute, Maybe more actually. It was a good business idea. Yeah, I would absolutely pay to rent a Dyneema tent for sure. Because dude, I saw the duplex price. Yeah. I was like, just you should just get an HMG tent. No, Hyperlite tents are seven hundred. And then I, I would also obviously, if I break it, I will buy you a new one. So the, my next question was, who else makes Dyneema tents? Uh, there's a lot. Uh, Who? Mount, Mountain Laurel Designs makes They one. make Dyneema tents? Yeah, Gossamer Gear makes a one in the Dyneema. It's like, what's the cheapest Dyneema tent you can get? Uh, I don't know. They're all like... First I mean, you're all, greater than $500. Yeah, first of all, they're all out of stock. Except for z Not the duplex. Yeah, not the duplex. <laughs> Dude, the other day when we were texting. <laughs> this is hilarious. Girl plus dog adventure says Dan Becker has an RV you can borrow. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly... You, you should just borrow that big Agnes I used from him. If he'll let you use it. Yeah. I need to pay for shipping. I, obviously I will pay I'll, for I'll tell everything. You, I'll tell you what, man, I'll borrow that tent. You can have the Ultiplex. That tent weighs like a pound and a half. It's awesome. Yeah. It's freestanding. Yeah. You, sure. I mean, you realize too, one of the areas we're setting up the tents, you can't use stakes. 
Well, then what are you going to do with the Altiplex? <laughs> you fucking use rocks. Oh, rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> But fine. you know that, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I was yeah. going to tell you that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you might want to get a freestanding one because at least one of the campsites we're going, you cannot use sticks. That's fine. I'll make it work. <laughs> We've. I, I'm already, this is already hurting me hard enough without using a hammock. <laughs> I was like, because you're, you're sending me those links. I'm like, does he know he can't use stakes on at least one of the sites? <laughs> anyway, we'll get you. We'll find something. Yeah. I, 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 my backup plan is the tarp with the bug net. I already have a dynamic tarp, obviously, and I'll just get a bug net and I'll sleep on the ground that way. It's just the problem is I was, I, I was real surprised. Andy reached out to CPAX and was like, can I borrow 10? They're like, no. I was really surprised because that's how I got the Altiplex. And we've made, and not because they've asked us to, we've made a lot of videos on CPAC shelters that have gotten a lot of views. Once again, not because they want us to. We just love making videos about gear. And I thought for sure they'd let they give you a loaner. Just a loaner. I don't want I, I I don't want no they no, told not, you they I'm told not. you to f off <laughs> I, I was really surprised by that it's actually fine. it's fine it's fine it's totally fine yeah, it's fine it's only free advertising <laughs> i was just surprised because when i pulled this two years ago they're like what do you they're like they're literally like what do you want <laughs> and i was like i want the duplex and then i was like can i have the altiplex i'll send you the duplex back and we just should have kept the duplex no 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 no. i don't like abusing companies it's totally fine no 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 it's totally fine that they did that i was i was honestly surprised though yeah i was like for sure they've got some crappy beat up duplex laying around they'd send you maybe they know we've already done duplex reviews because you certainly wouldn't make a review of it um, because we've already done a duplex review but just the fact that our videos would be like z-pack 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 i know i know i know i know i know i know not though we're gonna be using light af packs Although I'll be using the Altiplex, um, and the Altiplex is a, such a good tent. Yeah. If you pitch it right, it's fantastic. Um, okay, so that was the third consideration was shelter. Um, you, you could honestly, four out of four to five out of the six nights, you could probably use your hammock. I know. Um, definitely one night we've got permits to stay in an area where you you will you cannot use it. Um, so that was the third consideration was uh, shelter. Fourth consideration, uh, which we talked about briefly, is weight. Yeah. So here's the deal. We're doing two, three night, four day sections of this. And, and we're gonna we'll get into the which ones we're doing here later. Um, we're trying to keep this light. And part of the reason is we only have to carry three days of food at a time, and the other thing is uh, we just we want to carry the light af packs and carrying the light af packs means you have got to be max 25 26 pounds no, not even that fully loaded fully loaded like 22 uh, you can go up to 25 i think in mine i've got the 40 liter i've gone up to 25 26 in mine for the first day and then as you eat obviously it goes down um it's, it's got, fine yeah i mean it hurts your shoulders <laughs> It hurts. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want my pack all in to weigh more than 20 pounds. So, um, check out, uh, you can see. So, for Colorado, my pack weight going into Colorado was 36 pounds. We'll talk about, I'm, I will literally be able to cut 10 pounds off of that easy. And I'll talk about why. Your pack weight was 30, 28, 28, 29. What are you doing to get that down? So, first, first of all, using the Light AF pack shaves a pound off. Yep. So you get a pound right there. Yeah. And so in my grand, 
my grand scheme, I'm going to have a really lightweight tent. What are you budgeting weight wise for the tent? The tent by itself, probably between anywhere between a pound and maybe like 28 ounces. Okay. So, uh, so one to two pounds for the tent. Just for the tent. Okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll be fine there. Um, I like also due to the climate, like you don't need spare. Like the only spare clothing I'm taking is just a puffy and a beanie. That's it. And you don't, and you won't need 20 degree quilt setups. No, I'm taking my 40 degree quilt setup too. Now you don't know this, but you're getting the heavier sleeping pad. (laughs) Damn it. I was like, I'll tell you that live. I'm taking the tensor. That's fine. You're getting a nicer sleeping pad. I don't really care. Um, yeah. So, so I think my, I think my base weight is probably going to be around like 12 pounds and then with food and fuel and water, that'll probably put me at 20. Yeah. So the, the other thing is we're not going to carry as So differences between Colorado, uh, we don't need as warmer of a gear setup. So, uh, probably don't need to bring tights or pants. Won't need 20 degree setups. That, that alone, those two things are saving one to three pounds right there. We're probably also not going to carry as much water no. with us. Now, I'm not saying that because water is going to be super abundant. The water stretches could be worse than Colorado, but we got to cut weight somewhere and dropping from uh, two liters to a liter and a half. Mm-hmm. That saves a pound right there. Yep. So by the pack, the quilts, the clothes, and the water, you've just shed four pounds right there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, yeah. And then also we started off Colorado hey. carrying, what, five, six, six? Five to six days of food, and you're going to carry three, three days of food. So that buys you two to four pounds right there. Yeah, so I'm going to be 20 pounds. And for me... You won't be twenty pounds. You'll be twenty four, probably. No, because that you're only budgeting four pounds off of the weight right there. Well, you're also taking the camcorder. Well, I had the M fifty, so it's like it's not terribly heavier. No. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. So I'm doing everything Andy did, and I I I carried almost five pounds of camera gear into Colorado. I'm not. Um, First off, I'm not, I'm the, the carbon fiber tripod, tri, tripod, tripod, tripod gone. That's a pound and a half right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, that's the only weight I'm taking. That. So for, for and, des- and your food weight will be down. My food weight will be down for the first leg of the trip in desolation wilderness. Drones are banned. So mm-hmm. I'm not taking the drone on the first leg. Second leg. Um, I, we've changed up the trip plan. I haven't told you. We're doing desolation first. Okay. Second leg, I might take the drone. But our MB. So on second leg, are we driving to another location? Yes. Oh, we are. I didn't know that. Because why not? Okay. We can do a cooler section. Here's the plan. All right, we'll get into this. Um, So here's what we're doing. So we're doing two, um, three day, three night, four day sections of this. You can't see my freaking mouse. So I can't. Okay, here's what we're doing. The first leg. We're doing about 35 to 40 miles, including the Desolation Wilderness, which is about 30. And we're going to do a little bit on the north of it and a little bit on the south of it-ish. So the first leg will be about um, 40 miles covering uh, the Desolation Wilderness, which is like the, the coolest part, um, and a little bit 
outside of it. The second leg is we're going to keep driving south uh, southeast through Lake Tahoe and do literally the eastern yeah. edge, which is uh, King Kingston, Kingsbury, mm. Kingston, Kings Beach, Kings Beach, King something up to Mount Rose, which is about forty five miles. Um, so like basically that's a, that's a, that's a good spot to end it too. Logistically. Correct. Um, and it's also a good spot. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of cool, there's a ton of lakes. Um, there's some cool wilderness areas. Uh, I, I need to now, I'm almost positive. You don't need a bear canister throughout this entire 45 miles. But after some of these comments, I need to double check. I'd be bringing the arc calls. <laughs> Dude, if we have to bring a bear canister, that changes things drastically. I'm not bringing a chair. Because you sit on the bear canister. Have you ever sat on a bear canister? I'm sure it sucks, but I'm not bringing a bear canister and a chair. I yeah, can't. Yeah. Got to draw a line somewhere. Yep. So anyway, um, the the second, so we're gonna we're gonna do Desolation Wilderness, which is I'll just move this to the middle of the screen. In the middle of the screen, that little area right there, we're gonna get picked up. We're gonna get driven about 30 miles along the trail, and then do this area in the middle of the screen that that whole like uh, eastern part of it. Um. Now, if anyone who's done the TRT can recommend a section that's cooler than that and cooler than Desolation, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, I've done bits and pieces of stuff outside of those two areas, and it's cool, but might as well do something new. Um, um, Scott in the chat is saying, you can't use drones in national forests. Bear can isn't required, but good. So it depends on the national forest you're in for that first comment, I will say. Each national, national forest has different drone regulations i know you can't in the desolation wilderness so i need to check the national forest that the eastern edge is in and see what their drone requirements are um when i was there in 2019 uh other than the 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 desolation wilderness and a couple pockets because of airports you could use drones anywhere so maybe that's changed um honestly Uh, scott says make camp at relay peak Ooh, right that that's Write that down. <laughs> I'll take, we'll take any recommendations. Relay peak. Okay. The other thing in that Eastern section, there's a part of it called the Spooner wildlife area where you have to stay at designated camp areas. They're primitive. Um, the relay peak is not one of them. So it's out of it. Relay peak. Writing that down. Um, but I do need to check the, uh, the national forest guidelines for that because if I can't take the drone, that's, kind of nice actually that eliminates another pound yeah but the drone footage is sick i know i know i could use drone footage from 2019 when i was there <laughs> we, we should just do, we, should, we could just use drone footage from the desert yeah yeah they've gotten real t- i mean uh obviously there's also an airport we could, in we south could, lake tahoe so you can't use drones and we could there. We, we could do a drone of like us loading up the car yeah I know the drone footage though. I mean, if you looked at the Colorado video, I just put out the drone footage. I mean, it to me as someone editing and creating this, it's worth the pound to carry it. Cause I, it just, it makes, it shows you so much more of the area and it, it really makes an impact. I mean, did you like the drone footage? Oh God, it was beautiful. The drone footage is just beautiful. I, I'm not a dick about it. Like I do not fly it around people. I do not fly it around wildlife. Like I am a responsible drone pilot because drone people get a bad rap because people with drones do stupid stuff so i and i do even though when i was in the desolation wilderness last time i did not know they banned drones and i shot drone footage anyway that's on me 
drone footage looks sick though but i i I do abide by all local drone regulations. So I will check the National Forest. Can you see what National Forest that is on the east side? No, I can't see shit. I don't know what that is. Um, it's in Nevada, at least. Okay. Uh, Devin says, any designated wilderness area you cannot fly. Correct, correct. So Desolation Wilderness is a designated wilderness area. National Forest is good to fly as long as you follow other regulations for flying around people or if you're in an active fire area that has a ban. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now certain national forests themselves can ban them, which can happen. But yeah, all federal wilderness areas and desolation wilderness is a wilderness area has drones banned um, and national forests. Uh, they're banned in all national parks, obviously. Um, they're actually um, you can get a commercial filming permit, which we're not getting. And you can fly drones. Can you give me that? Yeah. If you get a commercial. Um, so <laughs> uh, just a quick tirade the national forest service will let you fly drones if you pay a lot of money and apply for a permit by the way um it's all about the money um we're not doing that (laughs) that's for like national geographic and stuff yeah yeah. Um, but you actually can if you get a commercial if you get a filming permit from the park service you can fly drones anywhere and you know what's crazy too is that applies to like making youtube videos well, the court struck that down. Oh, buddy. that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. You're right. So what Andy's referring to. Yeah, yeah you're right. I is forgot. the park service came. So um, real quick little tangent, but people will probably find this interesting. So I think about a year and a half or two years ago. So van life, right? Van yeah. life. So hot right now. Got those sprinter vans. Van yeah. life on YouTube. Very hot right now. Um, a very popular thing for van lifers to do is go and set up at these national parks for, you know, weeks on end, get cool footage, whatever. Um, about, I think it was a year and a half ago, two years ago, the, the national park service came after some of these van life YouTubers and, and they weren't entirely unjustified. Their point was, Hey, you're making money off of your videos shot here. So you need to get a filming permit like what i talked about with the drones to film here so for instance when nat geo comes in when they shoot these cool documentaries in national parks they have to get commercial filming permits and the reason being when nat geo goes in when these when big film productions come in it's a process it might disturb wildlife and they want it regulated so so when the park service was seeing these YouTubers making hundreds of thousands of dollars shooting in their national parks, I personally think it's about the money. They're oh, like, they Hey, money. Yeah. you get your filming permit. Um, and obviously that was a big deal when it happened. Now it went, it made its way through the court system and the court system sided with the YouTubers. The court system was like, Hey, these are not commercial filming projects. Yes. These are dudes with their phones filming outside their van. They should not require a commercial filming permit. Get out of here. And so that was struck down. Um, so long tirade short. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, I was just thinking about uh, just permits in general, like filming permits. Anyway, we're golden. We're good to film. Yeah, I know. Because the courts have ruled that way. Now, if we wanted to go... Do we, do we, do we have to carry like a copy of the court proceedings? <laughs> no, they know by now. Or the... I mean, it doesn't matter. We have 16,000 subscribers. <laughs> the Forest Service doesn't care about us. The $20 we will make off of that video. You can have it, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> Our permits cost $36. You're up 16 bucks on us. <laughs> they don't care about us. And I got to be real with you. This is just national parks. Yeah, I know. I know. We're in national forests. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that's where a long tirade about government regulation. And I mean, at the end of the day, guess what? My tax dollars pay for that land. So I'm going to, you know, I should be able to do what I want on it. A little libertarian coming through there. Yeah. No, I right. get it. If you want to go, if you want to go film a movie in national parks, yeah, you should get a commercial filming license. I get that. But if you're just Joe Schmo filming with their phone and posting on YouTube, come on guys. Yep. Um, all right. Next point of contention. Okay. So we had bears, we had fires, we had weight, we had shelter. Um, I had one more here. My notes, my show notes, uh, pack weights and food. Uh, yeah. Um, we kind of talked about it. Pack weights. Uh, we got to be down. Uh, food. No cheese. No sauce. Yeah. So in heavy. Colorado, I, I just trying to keep food weight down. And I took a, you know, I took some salon. I took some, you know, cured meats and some cheese. I didn't even eat it all. And it was dumb. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, we're also uh, uh, nutrient sensitive foods. And I'm going to nutrient. They might give us some stuff to take. So just trying to trying to keep food weight down in general and just we're trying we're going to not be as fun with food. I might try and get some of that stove fuel though to drink. <laughs> so the what I'm referring to is in Colorado, if you haven't watched uh, our video, <laughs> I brought an alcohol stove. Bryce just released a new video and, and talked about that too. He hasn't started editing his Colorado no, no clips by no, the way no, Bryce it, it get was, on it it was a gear breakdown from what he took to Colorado he basically took a suitcase and dumped it out ours is coming out next Thursday yes uh, anyway um, in Colorado we brought grain alcohol from our buddy Scott who has a distillery so it's it's 99% ethanol with nothing added to it and we used it uh, for stove fuel but you could drink it in theory not in theory. You can drink it. You, you can drink super it. Super careful. With and it. if you were to make that your drinking alcohol of choice on a backpacking trip, you would save a lot of weight. Just something to think about. Now, here's how, here's this is actually something to think about. Okay. I, I thought all my things were actually some things to think about. No, too. no, no. This is a real actually something to think okay. about. Okay. I don't think you can use alcohol stoves on the TRT. So that's that's a great point. Um there are, I'm sure there's the Nevada side. You could do probably do whatever you want, but there are certain stove restrictions. Mm -hmm. I know you can use a canister stove. You're right. I'm not talking about bringing the alcohol to use the stove. Fuel. <laughs> I'm bringing a canister stove. We're bringing a canister stove because it's the lightest thing to do because yeah. we can split it. Yeah. We'll I'm talking about rock. bringing stove fuel so we don't have to bring bourbon. <laughs> Why? Bourbon's good. I'm telling you, I had some of the stove fuel and it doesn't taste bad. <laughs> you just mix it with a bunch of water. <laughs> it didn't taste that bad. I've never had Everclear. I, I know I drank some of it. It it's, was okay. It's not bad. Yeah, it was okay. It mixes better with certain meal flavors than bourbon does. Yeah. I think. Uh, um... Those were my considerations. Do you have any considerations that we haven't talked about? No. I, are Logistics are not a consideration for this trip. I, 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 I would just say food. Um, 
I, I really dialed in my food in Colorado and that this was, this has been an evolution over years, by the way. And so I think I've got a good system going in and with uh, a good focus on weight to calories and fat and protein. So I'm Are excited to bring a thing of olive oil, just eat that the whole time. No, I'll be in a deficit for sure. But Dude, the Lenny's and Larry, the Lenny and Larry's <laughs> Dude, those got some shout outs. <laughs> the Lenny's and Larry's Dude, cookies they, got some shout outs. We, we gave them some crap, but they were delicious. They it's, were pretty good. Those 400 and yeah, we something did, calories. We did this food video for uh, Colorado protein. Yeah. And Andy brought these fat people cookies, <laughs> 400 calorie cookies. And they were pretty good. They were yeah. pretty good. Yeah, they were real good. And I would never eat those outside of something unless you're like, ha, have, you got to be active. Have you started? I have not yes. started putting food together for this trip. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I actually have. And it's uh, not, it's coming up. I mean, in, in a little bit over a month, we yeah. will be on this trip. So I need to start doing that. I, I, um, I'm going to be dehydrating this weekend. I'll, I'm going to do, uh, what are you doing? Six days of Buffalo chicken for lunch. Jesus. dude. I really liked it. It was good. Dude, the trail burritos are so good. They're I, so much better. No, I I like the buffalo chicken. Um, Six days? Yeah, it's good. You don't get sick of it? Nah, it was really? good. I eat them every I day. I need a little variety, man. <laughs> the dinners are the variety. I need just a little bit, man. I uh, can't eat the same lunch six straight days. Yeah. It just uh, won't be appetizing. Core, I never know how to pronounce your handle here, but core... OAS, those cookies are four ounces each. They are four ounces each. That's but, heavy, dude. But they are 480-ish calories with 16 grams I, of protein. So I have never gotten into the calories per ounce thing. Have you? Not. I never have. Not, I don't care that much. Not really, but I would say for 400 and something calories and 16 grams of protein, I don't think that that's weight bad. that weight is bad. I don't know. That's a quarter of a pound. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a lot of weight, dude. How much does a mountain house weigh? probably that much uh-huh. i mean there's way more water and moisture in one of those cookies than a mountain house dude you should dehydrate one uh, one of the cookies yeah would it would it yeah why not cut it into fourths put it on the dehydrator and then just like add water and make like a cookie dough you know, just yeah. eat it oh. eat a really unappetizing really dry cookie i'll just, I'll just take the cookie all right i'll just take the <laughs> damn cookie just eat that's like gonna be like hard tack. Yeah. Okay. I get it. They're four ounces. <laughs> They're heavy. Dude, you took almost a pound and a half of cookies to Colorado. <laughs> they were pretty good. <laughs> they were really good though. I was hating on them, but they did taste really uh, good. But I, I'm always in a I'm always in a calorie deficit. And so like I always have to force feed. Like I, I don't get I don't get as hungry as I thought I would get. And I don't know. I'd rather eat that damn cookie than a lot of other stuff yeah i haven't uh a couple things i'm not taking the cheese or the cured meats um i thought the oatmeal with the protein powder was was fantastic okay i will yeah it was and he's about to walk his words back (laughs) from talking crap about oatmeal for the last two years it was pretty good right it was good because i had chocolate protein powder in it i thought it was good though i mean i thought it was good did you like the dino eggs yes it was the dino eggs were good yeah it was good quaker oats dino egg oatmeal 190 (laughs) calories per pack 
Plus. Put a little protein powder in there, another 100 calories of protein powder. You got 300 calories in breakfast, like 25, 30 grams of protein. Yeah, it was good. Good. Rehydrates super easy. Tastes good. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I'm actually going to do that again for most of the breakfast. Yeah. I, I like the I, I like rotating a uh, savory, yeah. like, um, you know what I'm going to do on this trip? I'm going to do biscuits and gravy, and I'm going to bring back breakfast skillet. What's the, oh, wait. What's the name of the F? The damn cookies, LOL. I need that cookie. It's the Lenny and Larry. It's called Lenny. So go watch our it's the vegan cookies. And it's the big guy too, because they make a few. Sizes. Yeah. So they're called Lenny and Larry's. If you go watch, we did a video on our food loadout for Colorado. You don't have to watch it, but if you watch it, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but they're Lenny and Larry's. Where can you get them? Anywhere. Can you get them on Amazon? Yeah. Okay. I guess I could ditch the Lenny and Larry's and just bring a little bit of olive oil and drink that. Instead. You could, you know what? You could make your own cookies. You thought about that? Oh, with protein powder? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not going to... It know, won't taste it, as oh, good. Hold on. It's not going to have those chemicals in it that make it like a soft batch. How much How much does one of those things cost? Two bucks. Not cheap. 480 calories, 16 grams of protein. I guess two bucks isn't crazy. It's just, it's like, a, it's a freaking cookie. I know, it's good. You can make cookies. I tried to get Bryce to eat some of it on night one, but he wasn't... Gonna keep Go eating. watch our videos. See how destroyed Bryce was on day one by the altitude. Yeah, I mean, worst the worst I've ever seen a person on a backpacking trip, right? Um, what about Red? Up there with Red, uh, Bryce was Bryce recovered though. That was the difference. Correct. Bryce was basically fine the next morning. Yeah. Um. All right. Those are all my things. <laughs> what else? What else you got? I don't know. God, now I'm now everybody's ripping on the weight of the cookies. I didn't realize the four ounces. That's that is pretty heavy. I mean, they were very moist. There's water in them. Yeah, there's definitely like those chemical. I saw a hilarious meme about like, uh, like, um, like some meme about like figuring out how to make like shelf stable soft batch cookies, just like adding tons of chemicals to it or something like that. So, yeah, they 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 cannot be healthy. You know. They, they can't be healthy. Um, no, I'm, God, no, it's not healthy. Why don't you just make your own cookie? Well, these are vegan. They have 16 grams of protein. What? You don't care that they're vegan? No, I don't give a shit. You're crushing salami. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just, I was joking. Yeah, but yes, there are plenty of protein powder, but I don't, I, I'm not going to lie. For that weight, I'm not sure you're, I'm going to be able to get like a 400 and something calorie with 16 grams of protein. You can, you can. Those cookies were moist, dude. There's water in them. Well, you yeah, could, I'm not going to eat like hard tacks. Eat protein powder, protein powder and flour. <laughs> uh, should we do a food video for Tana? I wasn't planning on it. No, we are going to do actual. Well, we did them for Colorado. We're going to do loadout videos, though. I want to. Yeah, this is uh, I'm trying to get it's a very technical trip. Uh, the weight because we're trying to keep our fully loaded pack weights below 25 pounds. And if there's ever a trip to do it, a longer trip. It's going to be this one because we're breaking it, obviously, into two seconds. We only have to so carry three days of food at a time. We, we, we're going to resupply. We're not going to take time off in between the legs um, like we did in West Virginia last year. We're going to do you know six straight days, but we are going to get a food resupply in the middle of it. So food weight is really light. Scott, Scott Foster is asking, are you allowed to eat cookies in California? <laughs> <laughs> only if they're vegan. No, listen, the Lenny's and Larry's listen, are allowed. Dude, I love, I love the California hate right now. I love California. Yeah. You, you cannot find a state 
with that with a, a variety of outdoor stuff better than California. You've got beach, you've got mountains, you've got skiing, you've got desert. You yeah. can't beat that. But so when you're when you're on the TRT like I was two years ago, and you go from California to Nevada, you notice it. You notice it in the gas prices, first off, yeah. but you notice it. I mean, California is just, it's so regulated. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a beautiful state. It is a beautiful state, though. And and as much as I don't want to admit, the California side of this trail is, is prettier than the Nevada side. But that's it. Okay. Anything else? Mm, no? No. Are we coming back next Friday? What's going on next weekend? Yeah, we can do that. The answer is yes. yes. The answer is yes. We're coming back next Friday or next Saturday. I don't know yet. Yeah, I keep not? saying we're going to have people on and we will, but then these topic specific ones come up and I want to just talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we might have a guest next Friday. I haven't decided yet. Um, if not, we'll have a topic specific one and we'll do something fun. I'm ready to rant about COVID again. So maybe, maybe some things will change. It's coming back, dude. Yeah. It's coming back for the dumbest reasons right now. The plague of the unvaccinated. <laughs> like that's what they call it. I know. Um, yeah, it sucks, dude. It, it does suck. Cause I honestly, like two months ago, I was like, we're done, man. We're good. I was not wearing a mask anywhere. Cause nobody required it. Not, not cause I'm a dick. Uh, I was just like, no mask. We're going to restaurants. Like it was all good. Sports are back. And then pfft, Delta variant. So yeah. our cases in Ohio have quintupled quadrupled in the last month well, as everywhere has we're up to uh we're up to lockdown no, no. well initial lockdown initial, that's what i meant initial yeah but lockdown. initial lockdown yeah, as we know looking back, it's, it's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. i mean at our peak in ohio we had 10 to twelve thousand cases a day and we had 1500 last week yeah. and we were having like 200 so uh it's coming back unfortunately <laughs> you know do what you can you know i even saying get vaccinated is a political thing, so I'm not going to say that. No, no. Here's here. Uh, do it. Do what you need to do. Do do what you need to do to 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 feel safe. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Whatever the I options mean, out there. But I mean, here's the deal, though. But don't lock down the country. Here's yet. the deal. If you do get vaccinated, as Andy and I are, you don't have to care as much about this. Yes. So that's my only plight. Yeah. Like, if you get vaccinated, you can give less of a shit about this <laughs> and it's worth the jab in my opinion but hey it's a i get it it's a personal choice i get it i'm a libertarian it's a personal choice you got to make what choice you want to make based on the information you're getting in but if you do get vaccinated you can care less about it and there's always value in caring less about and things. We, can, we can just sit back and laugh at the whole situation sometimes <laughs> laugh at, at laugh at i mean I, I, not, I, the, not laugh at like death or i mean the stories pandemic. coming out of the people dying saying they wish they got vaccinated that, that's disturbing. The, that's disturbing and like that is super sad and it's just it sucks and it, it's you're going to see more of it um because i sound like a vaccine shill S-H-I-L-L. No, no, okay, okay. Here's my only thing. But the vaccine works. Yeah. Here, here, yeah. Not 100%. Not 100%. Not 100%. Not 100%. Doesn't no, no, work 100%. Not 100%, but it works pretty well. This dude I work with, this dude I work with, he was like, I literally know eight of my friends have breakthrough cases. I was like, shit, man. And then I was like, and then he goes, he goes, well, I got Johnson and Johnson. And I was like, all right, I got Moderna. I feel a little bit better about it. Um, I just don't want the country. 
Oh, the country will not get locked down again. You do not have to worry about that. That will not happen. It better not. And and I like I I but that will not happen. No, no, no. Because I respect that most people have made a decision to go one way or the other. They have made that decision, and so people who don't want to get the shot, that's cool. They take that road. People who want to get the shot, they get the shot. That's cool too. And so like we're let's just move on. Listen, let's you, you can't. On. You can't be as flagrant about people not getting vaccinated. I don't care anymore. Like you said, I don't care. Yeah, but like people getting vaccinated is good. Yes, it is good. That's my personal opinion. But I also feel like my personal opinion is not everybody's opinion. True. And True. so everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own thoughts. I'm co- like you said. Here's here's what I'm saying. We got the shot. We don't give an yeah, F anymore. Yeah, but here's the thing. If more people would have gotten the shot, we wouldn't be in this mess. Well, well, hold on. Which is what angers me. Well, this mess is also, like, I'm not sure I would blame this on a group of people. No, I'm not. I'm not. And and I don't, I I, I, I might blame this on politics. I'm not doing that. I mean, (laughs) I'm blaming it on a little country that rhymes with (laughs) Gaina. That's where it came from. Looks like it. No, I, I, I I need to level set. We're, we're joking for the most part. Okay. I, I, I'm not blaming China. This was not their fault. If you want to get vaccinated, it's a personal choice. I truly believe that. I, I really do. And I and I and I do not believe the government should force people to get vaccinated. I truly do not believe that. Other countries are doing that. Did you know that? I know that. India's doing that. Yeah. So I, I appreciate we live in a country where it is your decision, but please at least weigh the your pros and cons. Because we're not like if you want to get vaccinated, you can. You don't have to, but at least weigh the pros and cons, I think. Yep. Right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? At the end of the day, though, just take our route. Like, if you just don't want to have to care about this, then get vaccinated. Oh. Uh, we've already gotten more political than we normally get on these <laughs> podcasts, which is not good. <laughs> One more shout out to Free Britney. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just so sick of COVID. But see, okay, I just don't want. so sick. We're yeah. a year and a half into this now. And, and I don't want to have to go to a trail and worry about like lockdown, worry about restrictions. Do I have to bring my mask on the trail? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't want to like, I don't want to have to deal with that right now. We are going to have to deal with fires That's and bears. I know. I know. I know. Hey man, I think we'll be fine. I think. I think I, I don't obviously I don't think this uptick in whatever variant we have will be as bad as the initial thing. And, and at least as a country, we're used to dealing with this right now. And so it's not going to be as bad as it was. I just thought we were on the other side of this. But now, you know what the liberals have been saying is we're going to be dealing with COVID forever. And I was like, no, but now some people some people like really and I, I, I see this argument like some people really just do not want to let this go. True. Yeah. Like the, the news, the news outlets certainly do no, do not they, want to. They do not want to let. This Is the go. CNN death ticker back up? I don't watch that. I don't CNN, know. Get out of here. Get out of here. No. For eight straight months, CNN had a death ticker on the screen. Come on, man. We where, don't need to see that. Where were they getting that data from? Just like estimated deaths. I don't know, day, dude. You do, it's like, not a sports game. You don't need to throw the death count up for eight straight months, man. Yeah. We know people are dying. That pissed me off. Um, all right. 
least it's the end of the podcast. Most people don't listen in, up until this point <laughs> <laughs> on the COVID rants. I'm just sick of it, man. I'm sick of it. Yeah. I, I thought too. we were done. I, uh, I am too. I'm, I'm so sick of it. Although, you know, a good old fashioned base, basement COVID lockdown uh, live stream. We might have to do a lockdown live stream where I pull up the Johns Hopkins tracker. What are the comments <laughs> saying right now? There's probably, there's a lot to, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of anti vaccine people that follow us. And that's fine. Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not saying you need to get vaccinated. I'm, I'm really not. I, I, I you should, you should consider it. You should absolutely consider it. I, I, th I think the argument is, is made like one way or the other, just do the research and see if, and, and like educate yourself. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Consider it. Yep. Yep. That's all. It's all you can do. Make whatever and, and be happy. You live in a country that's not forcing you to get vaccinated yet. There's no way that'll happen. I, I There'll be a civil that. war. Yeah. Um, I mean, they literally, if Biden says you have to get vaccinated, which he does not have the authority to do, yeah. um, there'll be like, <laughs> dude, there'll be a civil war. Um, so, all right. All I think right, that's enough. All right. All right. Backpacking. Backpacking. <laughs> we won't talk about COVID anymore. Any final words? No. Sorry for the rant. Hey, we can rant a little bit. Yeah. It's our podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks night. for hanging out. Yeah. All right. We'll be back uh, next weekend, probably next Friday. Mm -hmm. Oh, one more thing. This is a fun thing. I think if you're still listening, good good for you. I think we're going to do. Oh, don't don't say guests. Don't say dates. I won't say I don't know the dates. I'm pretty sure Barring COVID, we're going to do another big meetup Q&A like bar a thing. Like a live podcast. Live podcast. So we did this two years ago. We did a live Q&A at Endeavor Brewery. It was awesome. The place was packed, literally. I think we're going to do that again. Um, coming up in the fall, uh, it won't be just us. There'll be some other much bigger youtubers there mm -hmm. but i think we're gonna do another live event live podcast q and a i'd like to i'd like it to be a giveaway yeah, too yeah we'll um, get some we'll get some some stuff so uh that is in the mix it looks like it's gonna happen the other large youtubers have agreed to it uh we have a venue ready to go uh we're gonna watch the COVID. i mean obviously if covid blows up and the health department shuts stuff down we can't do it but we're going to do it. Uh, it'll be in Columbus, Ohio, obviously. Uh, it'll be sometime probably late September mm -hmm. when it's still kind of warm outside. Uh, but we are going to, I mean, 99% do something like that. It was really fun when we did it last time. Yeah. And we were going to do it last year, but COVID hit. Um, but be on the lookout. We'll, you know, we'll, um, I, I, it'll probably be in cahoots with REI in, in some capacity. Probably still working out the details. We're still working out the de details. We've got the YouTubers on board. We got the venue on board. We have a time frame in mind and we're going to do it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I want to do a giveaway that I want to give stuff away. Yeah. Um, and we'll do a live thing. We'll probably do a live podcast. It would also be cool to like try to like, we were throwing around the ideas of like selling tickets and a hundred percent of the proceeds would go towards some type of like charity or something too. We talked. Yeah. About or we do like a charity auction there. Yeah. There might be some philanthropic, arm of it like sell tickets for like a dollar or two um and then the proceeds go to some fund i, I don't know we're, we're just it's gonna happen i don't know if we'll do that but um sometime late september october early october uh we're gonna do a, like a live thing meet up q a bar 
not not a drinking event, but just do it at a bar because it's a it's a it's a convenient venue for us. And but do like a live thing with some other really big YouTubers, much bigger than us. And, I, and we're gonna do that. So just PSA. Yep, it's gonna happen. It was super fun last time. Yeah, it was uh, really fun. All right, we've gotten longer than we normally do for these. Yeah, we got talking juice. Hey man, <laughs> I'm sick of this. I know, I'm sick yeah. of it. It's all right. We're on the other side. It'll be better. Yeah, it'll be better. High State football's back. That's all that matters. Okay, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.